told him how I could find him, and it turned out he was a whistleblower, and his money was offshore, and he contacted me a few days later, says, hey, do you think you can help me disappear? And my, me and my partner, Eileen Haran, kind of thought about it. I was like, yeah, sure, we could do that. And it just turned into like the reverse engineering of finding people. What do we got to do so no one finds them? Just chip away at those things and get rid of them. You know, what struck me as I was reading your book was it's actually really hard to disappear. I mean, it, it seems to be pretty easy to find people, at least if you're, if you're as good as you are. Uh, why is it so hard to, to vanish? Uh, well, I think because it's like information overload. You know, you have the, well, the internet, I would say. You, there's so much information out there that, you know, even though you, you don't want to be a part of this game, you're a part of it. And not all the information out there you can get rid of. So, you know, the average person, you can find bits and pieces of them and use that information to locate them. So I, I just think that, uh, you know, now town halls are putting their minutes online, you know, newspapers are online, Facebook, social networking. Believe me, if I find your mother in Des Moines, I'll be able to pretext her and find out everything about you. And so that's the problem is that there's so much information out there to go on. It's not always correct or up to date, but it's a good starting point. Okay, well, let's say I want to disappear. Uh, tell me how to do this. And First of all, tell me what not to do. Don't, don't think you're going to get a new identity because those are, it's misleading and it's ridiculous because you don't know whose identity you're taking, whether they have a criminal record, whether they owe the IRS 100 grand, or if 10 other people have that identity. You don't know if the driver's license number on the driver's license is correct or the number on the passport is correct. So, and it's illegal and you're just going to create more problems in your life. But the thing is, that's the main thing what you don't want to do is you don't want to create a new identity. But, you know, as far as like what you need to do to disappear, the first thing is you need to locate all the information known about you. You know, we call that like a social network trace. What, what is the skip tracer or the stalker going to find out about you? And if we can delete it, we delete it. If we can deviate it, we deviate it. But if you can't do those things, then we kind of combat it. Where we would take your name and we would build about 30 websites with your name.com.org.net, ucouk.ca. And we would make about 50 of you. And we would just basically flood in disinformation about you so that your predator doesn't know which exactly is you. Or, and we take slices of your information and we filter it through these other websites. That, that's for the stuff that we can't delete. So we just build more information around you. But the most important thing is to locate everything known about you, your contact number on your phone, your contact number on your utilities, you know, your billing address, changing it, maybe deviating your name a little bit. When we went looking for people, we located the information they left behind. We didn't look for them because we were interested in the information, because the information always leads to where you're at. And that's what we always we, we try to combat when it comes to the disappearing. Could you still use credit cards? I, it depends. I mean, you can't use a credit card in a restaurant, okay, because in case somebody illegally accesses your credit report and, and the transaction shows, uh, shows up that there's that credit card there, then they pretext a credit card company. I would just use prepaid credit cards or cash. Cash is king. And what about cell phones? Well, you can use prepaid cell phones. Those are great, too. And you can dump them every two weeks or every week. Depends on you. And let's say you dump your cell phone and your sister wants to reach you, but she doesn't have any new number to call from her cell phone. 
she'll look for an ad online for like a blue baby blue 1969 Cadillac for sale, and she'll search back page Craigslist or something like that, and boom, there'll be a car for sale and it'll be your new prepaid cell phone number, and she'll call that number and it's you. I mean, you can you can also use email, but what you do is you write the email, you save it as a draft. Your mother signs online to the same email account, and she reads the draft. You can chat on message boards. You can use Skype. You know, depending, you know, you can just take your laptop and you could go to any major city and pick up some la- some wireless for free. And same, the other person can do that as well. And you can chat on Skype. Technology is a great thing as well, even though it gives us all this information. It gives us these tools and gadgets that we can use. So how much do you charge to help someone disappear? Well, we don't charge like the victims and the stalkers because they really don't have the money. You know, we make our money like in the business people, and it can run like 12 to 20 grand depending on what they want. But you got to remember, you know, disappearing is the extreme of it. You know, there's a whole thing, world of privacy that falls in between where we have like a lot of international business travelers and...